Let's begin with a drum set. Listen for an explosive live sound. The snare should be crisp and the cymbals should ring.
Listening to and watching. Good morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. <laughs> well, I never actually feel entirely prepared. I swear, like even after doing this for all this time, I still y'all clap. I'm ready. You're ready. We are ready. We are some ready-ass people. We're prepared. It's Monday, and we have, along with all of you, uh, we've changed it, man. Nobody's, nobody's looking at Monday anymore like, oh, God, I got to get up and go to work, man. Nobody's looking at it like that no more. We're looking at it. We're ready for Mondays. I mean, we are, we being you as well, we're pumped, we're motivated, we're dedicated, and... We are prepared to change the world. Monica, how you feeling? All right. Good. I'm good today. What you sipping on over there? What you got? Hot. Ooh, hot chocolate. For this cold. Right, it's freezing. It was colder today than it feels like. It felt colder today than mm-hmm. other mornings coming yeah. out the house and everything. I was telling Monica here, I have a, uh, have a nice patriotic Navy flag that flutters. Nah, that's not the word of the day. That flutters from my front porch. And sometimes, you know, the wind flows this way and that way. So it gets wrapped up and doubled up over itself. Well, condensation and moisture gets inside of there. And over the night, if it's cold, it freezes. So I went to go unfurl it this morning. And as soon as I did, it was like, it was like pulling apart wet paper. It was crazy. Uh, that lets you know how cold it is outside actually let's see here let's give the people the weather for this morning you know tom skilling rest in peace uh i guess it's up to us to do it Ooh, lord the temperature right now is 21 degrees good god the high condition or excuse me the high temperature today will be 34 degrees and that'll be reached at 1 p.m uh it won't even be 30 degrees until 11 o'clock in the morning holy cow but it will be a sunny day, but that sun shall have no effect on the chills. So if you're out there, rock some gloves, do your thing, get you some hot chocolate, and get prepared for the rest of the day. All right, the time is now 8.04 a.m. Uh, so getting right into things, how was the weekend, though? Did y'all go see Winter Lights? <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we saw Winter Lights. We saw Santa. We saw fans. We saw fireworks. What else did we see? Did I miss anything? People. Saw a lot of people. Yeah, we saw a lot. I know that you guys right now have probably seen Monica's fly interviews out there. She was a correspondent (laughs) on the scene, and it was really great. She did a great job uh, getting and capturing the news. And not only that, getting and capturing the story 
of <clears throat> excuse me the downtown area i want to take a brief moment as well to give some more shout outs to people who are never never at the front center in the lights these people who are responsible for putting it on so i'm gonna give my shout outs right now mike nelson city of aurora special events mike what's up you know mike we met mike okay. yeah um chad chad Jimenez, nick all y'all, the whole team, the people who actually put together the big thing. Because people only see the big thing. Mm -hmm. You know that. Right? They see the DJ out there. Shout out to DJ Swallows moving and all yeah. that. They see the DJ and they see, hurrah, rah, the lights and the big thing and all that. But the people who were out there on the ground at, I saw y'all like, what, 2 p.m.? Those people. Give a shout out to them. Pikachu, what's up? I know the person who was in that costume too, so I felt real special. Like, a, hey, Pikachu. Like, I know who that is. <laughs> Pikachu, we're going to keep that between us, though. We're going to keep that between us. The time is 8.05 a.m. Okay, starting off the news this morning <clears throat> is a great story coming out of the food pantry, actually. And I want to highlight this for the moment because uh, I do believe that this is just the kind of energy that we can all wake up to. Jamie Aaron has a mantra she repeats as part of her catering work. Quote, food makes people happy. My mission is to take the stress off of people. Close quote. And she does what she routinely does with her business, Meals by Meme, based in Montgomery at all kinds of events. She's been helping out for about five months now through volunteering excuse me, at the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry. And on Thanksgiving, she will be making people happy in a big way by cooking 257 dinners for senior citizens. Wow. With the help of other food pantry volunteers who will be assembling and delivering the meals, she will be providing the traditional turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, and green beans to make their holiday happy. When Eddie Galvin, Aurora uh, uh, Area Interfaith Food Pantry Director of Programming, called the restaurant with a final count of about 250 meals, it turned out there had been a communication problem. There was a limit, just 30 meals. But according to executive director of the food pantry, Shannon Cameron, a friend of the show, she said the, uh, the pantry staff took the attitude that there was, quote, no way we were going to tell senior citizens who are relying on them for a Thanksgiving dinner that none will be provided. No way. Absolutely wonderful. Shouts out to our friends of the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry. This is a, um, a, a great story, and it's a great way to start the morning uh, this is just the kind of energy, folks. You guys know how we do on this show. We're bringing people together, doing our very best. Good morning, Taisha Saxon, Cheryl Brownell, oh, Anna Sierra. What is happening? Norma Peterson, happy birth. You know what? Yeah, do yes. Yes, yes. Super yes. Super yes. Norma, happy birthday to you. Norma Peterson is a friend of ours. She's the executive director of Document the Abuse. And not only that, she recently uh, sat down with NBC Chicago for a very great piece of which we shared on our LinkedIn page. I encourage everyone to read that. Victoria Hylamaldonado is here. Victoria Hylamaldonado. I got to make that fly. But uh, she is going to be our next guest for Noticias y Mimosa. Yay! Yes, North Broadway is the place. It'll be December 5th. That is Sunday coming up. Get ready. Well, it's like two more Sundays. Um, get ready. 
Come on out. 24 North Broadway, Tavern on Broadway, the flyest, greatest networking event ever in the history of human beings getting together for anything. Um, yeah, it'll be great. We will talk to an author, editor, and writer. Also a mom and a person with a great perspective when it comes to creativity. Uh, we appreciate Victoria Hallam Maldonado very much. She is a personal friend of the show, and everything that she does always gets a shout-out here on Good Morning Aurora. The time, now 8.09 a.m. Okay, so um, let me see. What do I want to do first? You know what? Actually, I... Oh! Oh, God. I got to announce the winner of our most recent massage joint. Oof. I can... Oof. Can y'all just feel it? Is your shoulders tense, boo? <laughs> work about, work about. Oh, the, uh, the most recent winner of our uh, massage. We need a drum roll. We do. Sound effect. Let's make it. Can y'all hear the drum roll? Is Aisha Saxon. Aisha Saxon, word up. Yes. Yes. Norma says her birthday was actually, is actually on December 22nd. So it was an early birthday party. Oh, there you go. You know, no time like the present. Bright and sunny. Good morning. Yes, absolutely wonderful, you guys. Okay, good to see you all on this Monday morning. So, Aisha Saxon, we have your um, your massage wellness card here. And the next time we see your dear sister, you can pick it up. We'll give it to you. Or you can come on down to the Studio 5 East Downer Place Sweet Tea and pick it up. Or I will have it on me. Anna Sierra called me out. And you know what I'm saying? She broke her brother down, so I already know. I'm taking it home with me. It will be on me uh, on the day of Otisis Ibomosis if you come back by for the second round. Mary Novoa is here. Good morning to you, Mary. How are you this fantastic morning? We hope you're doing great. And guys, let me know in the chat how you feel with an emoji. Put the emoji of how you feel in the chat. Let me know. I, I want to see how y'all doing today. The time is 8.11. Monica, if you'd be so kind, why don't you... Take us to a commercial and let us know what the deal is here on the local tip. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Good morning and happy Monday. Here are your local headlines. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. You can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. I'll be sharing that link with you all in our chats. U.S. Rep. Representative Bill Foster and State Representative Barbara are inviting Aurora area residents to participate in a webinar at 3 p.m. Tuesday, November 30th via Facebook Live on enrolling in the Affordable Care Act Health Insurance Marketplace. Monday the 22nd day will be the Aurora Community Youth Friendsgiving hosted at Alive Aurora, 78 South LaSalle Street. This is a free event from 3 p.m. to 6 Tip it up. Yeah, all y'all. Mm, collective. This is a free event from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., which will feature food and great guest speakers, Judge Bianca Camargo and Sister Harrison of Leaders in Education. Flyer will be shared on our social media. up. A free caregiver seminar will take place on Tuesday the 30th, 2.30 p.m. Enjoy motivational 
author and renowned author Lorelini called Movers from I Give Up to I Got This. The seminar is sponsored by H Guide, Alzheimer's Association, AARP, Dent Tools, and every caregiver to thrive with confidence. I'll be sharing that link with you all in our chat register. Right. All right. Good stuff. Really good stuff. So, um, tell you about cold weather. Monica and I, we discovered and learned that we, science happened to us on Friday. As many of you guys know, when it gets cold and the temperatures get to a certain level, um, you know, metal starts acting funny. And our sled or plate working with cameras and everything like that, the metal started acting really stupid and contorting itself and giving us a hard time. And we were recording, getting busy, and we had to have APD give us a hand and help us with the tripod. That was some cool-ish. Remember that? Mm -hmm. That was strange, right? Yeah, that was we're strange. Up there, <laughs> <laughs> we're up there doing our thing. and All you turn around, there's two cops are rolling up like, oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool though. It worked out. Uh, it worked out really good. It worked out really good. The brothers was like, uh, you know, you're gonna get some good shots from there. Like, word up. So, shouts out to APD. All right. So, how we uh, all you guys out there? Let's say hi to the people and check in with them this morning. Hey guys, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? And you know what? Because I, I want them to feel the same way we feel. Can you hit them with Monarch one more time? Yeah, let's do that one more time. Let's play our play our theme song one more time. We'll get to the music. Right, you guys. So back to the news, back to the news, back to the news. So the third annual Cocoa Crawl in downtown Aurora will be uh, December 3rd. And that's going to be the first Friday in December. Uh, the Cocoa Crawl on first Friday is sponsored by the Aurora Downtown Group. Uh, Marissa Omoni said the Cocoa Crawl is back after being canceled last year due to the pandemic. Right. Ain't nobody trying to do all that. You know what I'm saying? Same. Get drink. Okay, um, so participants at Coco Crawl have to purchase this year's mug as well as a button which users will display uh, for merchants to show that they've paid for the event. The cost of the mug is 10 bucks and the button is $5. Uh, according to Marissa, the button acts as a ticket. Once you pay the $15, you can walk around to participating venues and get samples of hot cocoa. We have some vegan options available as well as different toppings and flavors, including a Mexican hot chocolate, so our businesses really make it a fun time. Close quote. Uh, some venues will offer hot chocolate drink with alcohol, for which patrons will pay an additional fee, but we don't know who they are. We went over that last week. That was bad journalism, but I digress. Uh, and don't forget, they will be available for sale once again at the next Art and Market uh, coming up, uh, as we told you about. So that's going to be December 11th will be the next... Uh, Art and market. The final art market will be December 18th. Okay. Now I want to know. Y'all did watch Monica's video yesterday, right? 
y'all did y'all y'all did see Monica out there doing the uh, the interviews, and are on the scene breaking it down with the tree lighting. It was a it was a really good time. It was a really really good time. All right. Uh, good morning to you, Mary. Thank you very much. Good to see all of you guys here on the show. Um, all right, all Aurora police officers will begin wearing body cameras in January, and that's according to city officials. Aurora Police Chief Keith Cross said in the last month, 21 officers have been completing those final body camera tests uh, as they work with the police IT department and administrators to determine internal procedures before the cameras are rolled out to the entire department. Uh, all officers will be trained in the use of body cameras in January. Uh, and that's according to, again, Mr. Cross. He said that during a city council financial committee meeting uh, that was at the end of October. Um, the department also had to expand the program from 275 cameras for officers uh, assigned to neighborhood policing and investigative service bureaus to having cameras for all sworn police personnel. Uh, Monica, what do you think about the cameras? Um, I think they're they're a good idea. Um, I think it, it'll make people feel much safer. Yeah, I, I agree. I would feel much safer. Right, I agree. Uh, it's something that I, I I believe they help. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? They help keep, again, they keep the officers safe, but also mm -hmm. they keep the, the public and the people safe, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody wants to think that somebody would doctor footage or misreport something, mm -hmm. and it's a good, uh, good piece of transparency. Okay, um, so the Aurora City Council, next piece of news. You know what? Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. Monica, we have, there's something that I have. And it's something that our listeners have come to like and look forward to. Oh, I know what this is. Get ready for beer and holiday cheer. This will be taking place on Black Friday, November 26th, 140 South River Street at McCarty Mills. Hey. Beer and holiday cheer featuring vendors Joshua Schultz, Devin the Artist, Madi DiZalasi. Oh, all friends of ours. How about that? Uh, the beer starts flowing at noon, vendors at 1 p.m. Workforce Brewing, Pollyanna Brewing, Migraine Brewing, and Goose Island. Beer Company uh, will all be featured there. Beer and Holiday Cheer. As you guys have come to know, uh, McCarty Mills is a great place. Shout out to Dora, Sanchez, and Alvin Soto, whole family, um, and Devin. Shout out to all of them. They are dear friends of the show. And uh, McCarty Mills, the home of the Morning Aurora's anniversary party. Whatever. And the left ventricle. The left ventricle, that's right, yes. And it is the left ventricle. That means that on River Street, it is the beating where all the blood comes from. Hey, the heart's not beating without it. You dig it? So, um, stay tuned for that. Once again, it's going to be Black Friday, November 26th. We hope that you all can go out there and enjoy our friends and have a good time in a wonderful location. The time is now 8.20 a.m. Uh, something else here that came across the desk. I want to remind you guys that all locations for the Aurora Public Library will be closed beginning at 5 p.m. on Wednesday the 24th and uh, for Thanksgiving, November 25th, this Thursday. Damn, Thanksgiving came up out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. Are you ready for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah? I'm glad that it's not 
during COVID, like last year. True. Because last year, I didn't really, we didn't really have anything since prime time COVID. Right. So I didn't hang out with my family. So I'm excited for this. Good, good. Mm -hmm. Dan Barrero, good morning to you, dear sir. Good to see you. Good to see you. Valeria is here. Hit the class for Valeria, though. Valeria, you joined us. Good to see you. Turkey day. Look at Jose Pies with the turkeys. Is that what you, is that your mood? Is that the mood emoji, turkey? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. All right. Yolanda Dunn is here. Good morning to you, Yolanda Dunn. Yolanda Dunn is the proprietor, not the word of the day. Yolanda Dunn is the proprietor of It's Fit Time, a great fitness location. Get your pound on, uh, work it out. You can build dexterity. That's the word of the day. The word of the day is dexterity. You can build dexterity at its fit time. Good morning to you, Yolanda. Jen Mendoza is here. Good morning to you, Jen Mendoza. Oh, we so's the Kiwanis Club. So many great people and organizations that she is involved in. So we are happy to see you as well, Jen Mendoza. Jen Mendoza just had a big win not that long ago. It was the chartering of the Greater Fox Valley Area Kiwanis Club. So shout out to Jen and all that she does and Moms for Moms Vendor Events. Cruz Ocho is also here. What up, big dog? All right. Now I got more stuff to talk about. A tamale emoji. They do. Damn. All right, the Aurora City Council is set to vote next week, on, or excuse me, this week, on a 200 and 46 unit. Now you see that, right, Dexterity? Life. The Aurora City Council is set to vote this week on the 246 unit, $70 million apartment project along the Fox River. Uh, it'll be at this week's Committee of the Whole meeting to vote. Um, excuse me, it'll be at this week's regular City Council meeting voting on the conditional use and preliminary plan for the project by DAC Developments LLC. Both issues were put on the consent agenda. And remember what we've told you. Scratch it up real quick, my favorite DJ. Remember, 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 remember what we have always told you. If something, and we noticed as well, if something is on the consent agenda, it's most likely to be passed. There has not been anything yet in the history of us doing Good Morning Aurora that has come on the consent agenda that has not been passed. So please keep that in mind, you guys. And once again, remember, oh, a turkey tamale. Sounds good. That sounds real good. I didn't know either. That's my first time seeing that tamale emoji. Damn. Postway Pais, breaking news. Good looking out. <laughs> All right. Uh, the new apartment building would be between the east bank of the Fox River and North Broadway between Jake's Bagel and the Aurora Township building. It'd be the first new private construction in downtown since 2007. According to Daniel Resco, president and owner of DAC Developments, this is what we're known for. We're bringing a new highly amenitized building to the riverfront of Aurora. The city council already approved a redevelopment deal with DAC in which the city would give about $6.7 million in incentives as part of the project. One of the initiatives would be the creation of a new, um, a new tax increment financing district on the property. 
and uh, in which the city is in the midst of studying. Uh, DAC Developments would commit about 11 million of its own equity into the project and would secure about a $50 million loan. Uh, that's for you. Um, in our next commercial break here. Now, one more piece about this development. You guys can hear the pet. What? This is the real news right here. Pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it. We need some news. I mean, breaking news is dope, mm -hmm. but like, I still kind of want like another. Like another effect, right? Yeah, like another traditional. Mm -hmm. I want like a 1949 type of. Extra, extra, read all about it. Good morning, everyone. It's the dopest. Oh, here's the last piece that I want to tell you guys about. According to the development agreement, the city would give DAC Developments a $963,000 forgivable loan up front and another, and another about $2 million in 2022. I don't know if the writer meant to write $963,000 forgivable loan up front and about another $2 million in 2022, but what he wrote was $963,000 forgivable loan up front and another about $2 million in 2020. Um, that sounds very ambiguous. Another about $2 million. Is it $2 million or not? But I digress. The time is now 8.26 a.m. You are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And, 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 place where we try very hard Create the kind of environment all want to live, work, and play in. Monica, if you'd be so kind, can you take us to another commercial? Let us know what else is going on out there. Oh, that's a nice What else is going on out there in the world? All right. The Aurora City Council is set to vote on rezoning and final plans for a company to build a 357,000 square foot spectacular warehouse on the far west side. There's a helpful and fun family event coming up on the month of December, working with great sponsors and community partners. The Neighbor Project and Aurora FEC Financial Empowerment Center will provide information and more resources for free at this event. This date is December 11th and the event will be from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Whitney Spencer Street in the lower level. Santa will also be on hand for cool, for cool holiday photos. Health resources will be provided by our friends of the VNA Healthcare as well. Please help spread the word and come out to this great event. There will be food, a DJ, and many great vendors. For more information, visit the link that I'll be sharing. In our awesome, awesome, very cool. Okay. Um, so yes, that is actually a tamale emoji. Karina Suarez Darden is here. Good morning to you and Tracy Duran. Good morning to you, Tracy Duran. We appreciate all of you wonderful, fantastic people for being here. Uh, we really do. We really do. Monica and I got a whole lot of stuff coming up. Um, we will be on the scene this evening, as a matter of fact, and we'll be going around to check out some things and see what's happening. I will say this, all of you listeners out there, some of you guys actually know me in real life, so you're like, you know how I already do, but I will say this, keep your eyes peeled. You might see your, uh, you, know, you might see your people, you might walk into your spot, you never know. 
Like, hey, isn't that Good Morning Aurora? It happened to Monica just the other night. Right? Remember? The kids? Oh, yeah. They saw. I was filming. Monica <laughs> was talking to somebody else. Or no, no. She was narrating as Santa was pulling down the street. And in the shot, right when Monica was like, I'm the guest services office intern of Good Morning Aurora. Like four people turned around and they looked and they started giving the peace sign and everything. You guys will see it in the video. It felt really, really good. So yeah, shout out to those very fans. Excited. They were. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, you guys. A couple more things to talk about as we roll on with our news. Uh, keep putting in the chat how you guys feel and your emoji this morning. I hope that you guys are feeling good. My emoji for this morning is Rio. That means cold in Spanish, in case y'all didn't know. Um, I'm right, mad corny, I know. Uh, the Aurora 4M campaign kickoff and fundraiser is happening this evening. You can join Aurora's 4Ms, Myrna Molina, Kane County District 1, Mavis Bates, Kane County District 4, Monica Silva, Kane County District 7, and Michelle Gums, Kane County District 8. That'll be this evening from 5 to 7 p.m. at 1 East Benton Street. Uh, downtown Aurora. The suggested donation is $40 and the contributions will be accepted for all of these ladies or you can make the donations on actblue.com. more information, please call 630-605-9244. That number once again is 630-605-9244. Now I know what you're thinking. You're like, this is amazing. I just learned about Conchas. I just learned about hot chocolate. I just learned that $9.6 million was going to be provided for a 246 unit at 70 uh, along the Fox Valley River right there. I just learned that the police are getting body cameras. How in the world can all this information be this near me? I'll tell you why. Scratch it up. The reason why, dear friends, is because we are you and you are us. And information should be accessible for all people. Anything that will help improve the quality of life of anyone you can find it here on Good Morning Aurora. All right, now let's talk about something else that I, I really love. I love jazz and piano music. Cruising through the decades. The Dueling Pianos and Silent Auction, that's taking place uh, December 4th at the library downtown here. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. Entertainment goes from 7 to 9.30, and there'll be appetizers, sweets, and an open bar. Oof. They had me at open bar. Books and wine. Right? Does anybody else think like me out there? Is there anybody else in the chat? I'll tell you what. Put the book emoji in the chat if you feel like me. If you have always thought like, wow, I would love to read this Agatha Christie or Redwall, Mossflower, Matameo. If you ever thought, man, I'd love to read books in here in this library and have a drink while I do it. Man, isn't that amazing? Now, there's going to be music, so I don't know if they'll let you upstairs and read books, but I'm just saying, it really does seem cool to me. You have to RSVP by Monday the 29th at www.bookmobile.givesmart.com. 
Could you put the link in the chat for those people? That that link, please. Uh, www.bookmobile.com.gives.gives.smart.com. No, uh, you can also dress in your favorite decade, 1950s to present day. Now that's going to be entertaining. I want to see y'all. Come on now. I want to see them pics. I want to see y'all dress real fly like they used to do in the 50s. What? Yeah, that'll be real nice. Uh, the Dueling Pianos are a, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they played at the venue, which was really good, a really good show. That was a couple years ago, though. Shout out to the uh, Dueling Pianos. All right. Uh, moving right along with some more news to tell you guys about. Uh, Giving Tuesday is coming up. And if you are looking for a good organization to donate to, uh, there are a number of great organizations out there, one of which is the Neighbor Project. Uh, the Neighbor Project consistently, as the premier housing organization in Aurora, does what it can through financial means and otherwise to turn renters into homeowners and to increase homeownership and reduce barriers to traditionally marginalized populations and households. So, uh, they're on their Facebook page, they've created a post about the Giving Tuesday and donation. We encourage you to donate to them or any other organization you see it. Time is now 8.34 a.m. All right. Now, and then clap when you come. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, little bit, a little bit. So I don't want to give y'all, well, I'll put it like this. Do y'all have New Year's plans yet already? Do you? Is anybody going anywhere? Let us know in the chat. If y'all going somewhere, what y'all up to? Y'all got plans? Because if you don't, if you don't. This is breaking news. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, uh, I might, I mean, I, I'd be, I would tell you to uh, stay tuned. Because uh, you might be, uh, there might be something really interesting happening in downtown Aurora. Might be the spot. Um, but I do have some uh, more news to talk about right now. And this is in regards to our uh, COVID-19 cases that are happening. Uh, as COVID-19 cases are spiking, excuse me, as cases of COVID-19 are spiking in Kane County once again, school-aged children are seeing the highest number of new coronavirus infections among any age group. Residents younger than 20 years old are seeing the highest current COVID-19 infection rates among any age group at 232 cases per 100,000 residents during the week from November 18th through the 4th, excuse me, November 8th through the 14th. Kane County Health officials said Wednesday during a uh, Kane County Board Public Health meeting last Wednesday, uh, the highest impacted group ranges from 5 to 11 years old. That's also the newest group to receive approval um, to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Article continues. Um, over the last week, uh, the county saw seven COVID-19 outbreaks in area schools. Outbreaks are defined as three or more COVID cases that may have a shared exposure. Most children and all teens can receive the COVID-19 vaccination at the county's Batavia Vax Hub, located at 501 North Randall Road. Um, now that Hosted, excuse me, that location hosted the first pediatric clinic, and um, that was last week where 100 children were vaccinated. 
Uh, statewide COVID-19 cases are, are impacting Hispanic residents more than twice as much as white residents would see 603 cases among Hispanic residents per 100,000 residents and 257 cases among white residents per 100,000 residents as, um, excuse me, as of the week ending November 6th. Black residents also experiencing higher rates with 421 cases per 100,000 residents in a state, excuse me, in this state um, as of the week ending November 6th as well. Uh, now, in addition, there is also still a large racial disparity in cases. Predominantly, the Hispanic community on Aurora's east side remains the zip code in area, excuse me, the zip code area in King County with the lowest percentage of people vaccinated. Once again, the Hispanic community on Aurora's east side remains the zip code area in Kane County with the lowest percentage of people vaccinated. Zip code 60505 has around 41% of residents fully vaccinated as of Wednesday of last week, according to the Illinois Public Health Department data. We've also seen the highest number of COVID-19 cases of any zip code in the country. County, excuse me. Um, since the beginning of the pandemic with 10,117. Elgin's zip code 60120 has the second highest number of cases, uh, 7,679 cases. Health officials said in October that they are having a hard time reaching residents of the zip code 60505 in Aurora to get the vaccine. Now, 60505 is my zip code. And I live in a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. I live on a predominantly Hispanic block. Um, everyone, two houses to my left, two houses to my right, and the three houses in front of me, they're all Latino families. Um, and not getting into their personal information, but in the time when I was talking to my neighbors, I mean, we still talk and everything. It's cold outside now, you know. Black people and Mexican people are very, we are very much alike. When it get cold, we're not really, you know, oh, oh yeah, you know, and that's pretty much it. We're not chilling on the, on the driveway no more. Um, but I remember talking to a couple of my residents and they were skeptical. They were skeptical. And I don't blame them. I just tried to pass on my personal information, let them know that if they had a hard time, finding a place to get vaccinated or had questions, they can ask me and I will point them to our community partners like the VNA on Highland. Um, but we try to do what we can to break down that stigma when it comes to the vaccinations. Um, and to the best of our ability, we will continue. The time is now 8.39 a.m. And this is the time where Monica leaves us to go to class. So we want to say to Monica, we hope that you have a fantastic day. All right, right. Now here we are together. Us, you and me. 
All right, you guys. So let's see here. Tracy says, we always just have the three of us at home for New Year's. Used to do the big parties back in the day, though. Tracy makes a bunch of appetizer stuff. We have the neat party favors and streamer poppers. Still finding confetti from two years ago when I cleaned. That's what's up. I like that. Happy New Year. No plans for Dan yet. He says both daughters coming home for the holidays from New York. Awesome. Awesome, Dan. Well, we hope that they... Uh, we hope that you guys have a great, great time. Good day, Monica. Karina LaFontaine, good morning. Good to see you once again, dear friend. Oh, man. So now there's a couple more things that I'd like to get into. Uh, the time is now 8.41 a.m. And it is Monday the 22nd, you guys. Monday the 22nd. Um, taking just a brief pause here as we talk. I, I hope that you guys really did. Uh, go out to the Winter Lights Festival and have a good time. I'm going to share a perspective that I saw when I was downtown. I will say this, and I've noticed a change uh, for the, it's changed for the better. I will say this, the amount, Vanessa Rodriguez Aguirre, good morning. What I noticed was the energy and the enthusiasm amongst people was absolutely fantastic. What is up, Vanessa? It was fantastic. People were engaged out there. That's the thing. People were engaged. Man, they were having a good time. It was so many people out there. And I've noticed more and more people are coming out to stuff. They're coming out to these fun events and they're taking art. Like the crowd was huge. And, you know, I don't really, I, I don't, you know, it, it, it's kind of funny because not everybody comes out to everything. You guys know that. Vanessa was there. That's right. I saw that you guys had a great time. Um, not everybody comes out to everything. So the fact that these people came out to have a good time was really, really great. And a lot of our friends were out there, too. Saw some great pictures. Joseph Weber was on the scene. He was dressed as an elf. Um, and shout out to our, our public officials as well. Ron Warman was out there. So shout out to everybody, man. It was, a, uh, it was a good time. And I'm glad to see all of the fun that everybody was able to have, man. It was, um, it was really great. We made a video about the fireworks on our Facebook page. You can scroll down and watch that. And there's also a video uh, that Monica did where she was narrating the Christmas tree lighting, which was an absolutely fantastic show. So we uh, encourage you guys go on, scroll on down on our Facebook page and watch those videos. Monica did some more interviews, and those will be debuted on our YouTube page at 10 a.m. Uh, but we will share that video as well so you can watch it. Lots of youth out there. Monica spoke to a good number of them. Okie dokie. Now let's move on, you guys. Let's move on. Um, I saw a story here. I'm going to read you, read you something really uplifting now. <clears throat> this was a pretty cool story. Uh, now this is not an Aurora story, however. It takes place in the South Holland, Illinois. South Holland is right next to Harvey, Illinois, which is where I'm from. Um, so this is a really good story. Check this out. 
The Great Depression was just getting underway when a farmer in Georgia decided to start growing onions in an agricultural region known primarily for pecans and tobacco. It was a good move. Between the variety he chose as well as a lack of sulfur, the source of an onion's pungency, in the soil around the little town of Vidalia, the onions turned out to be remarkably sweet. After a while, Vidalia wasn't known for its other crops anymore, and in 1990, the Vidalia onion, onion excuse me, was declared Georgia's official state vegetable. Worldwide fame and culinary appreciation followed. Around the time of those first Vidalia harvests, a group of onion farmers in South Holland were pooling resources to ensure their crops would spread far and wide. Called the Dutch Valley Growers, the cooperative was a key step in earning South Holland the title Onion Set Capital of the World, decades before most people had even heard of Vidalia. Just as the soil in Georgia was suited for sweet onions, the clay loam of the southeast suburbs turned out to be just right to grow onion sets, onion bulbs that gardeners plant to give them a head start in a short northern growing season. Absolutely wonderful. Now, um, so it, this is an offer. Well, let me continue, actually, and you guys will uh, really check it out. Um, there is a, uh, the Paulberg family. They helped found South Holland's Historical Society more than 50 years ago. Now, uh, an offer from a ship captain for her and her six kids to return to Holland free of charge. Mrs. Paulberg is said to have replied, God will provide and continued on to South Holland. Um, a lot of the people who came from the Netherlands really liked the black soil. Most, like the senior Mr. Paulberg and, and the two brothers, would do onions, onion sets, carrots, tomatoes, sweet corn, and some people just did onions. We would plant them in the spring, little black seeds, then weed them until it was time to harvest in August, put them in crates in the field and let them dry. All around South Holland you would see crates 12 to 14 feet high. This brought back a good memory to me. Uh, because I do remember seeing stacks and stacks and crates of onions. But when I was real young, I just didn't really know uh, and didn't really understand the significance of it in this community. So according to Bill Paul Burke, he worked in the onion fields and warehouses as a kid, but he decided to leave that line of work behind, become a special education teacher, working for many schools in Flossmoor. Um, other modern descendants of the Woodrow Paul Berg family embraced the onion set heritage wholeheartedly, even as South Holland transitioned from farm town to suburban village in the years following World War II. Um, great story. Great story. And I like to shout out good things. And that area has not had any love for a long time. There's, you know, you really don't hear any, about anything good coming out of the South suburbs. Um, so since that is something good, I uh, kind of just want to highlight that and let that be known because I see, I hear, and I feel a lot of different stories and I try to get give them all some shine and give them all some air. Uh, and that's just one. So shouts out to the Paulberg family and a shout out to the Weston family out there in South Holland, people I've known for a very long time. Right, moving right along. December 14th, 5.30 p.m. Join State Representative Barbara Hernandez, Commissioner Myrna Molina, and Commissioner Monica Silva 
at French 75 for a wonderful and cool fundraising event. Um, there will be a raffle for German imported beer and other prizes. You can purchase tickets at, well, here's the website. Uh, you know what? I will do this for you guys. I will put this in the chat. <laughs> um, but I have the link here. I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh, once again, it'll be December 14th. It'll be at 5.30 p.m. If you have not yet been to French 75, please go and check it out. It's located at 56 East Galena Boulevard in downtown Aurora. It's right across the street from that miscellaneous city building uh, on the corner of Broadway and Galena next door to Aurora Fast Print through the alley. Oh, man. It is a really, really, really cool place. Braden and Hope Ashworth are the proprietors in there. Great people, great ambiance, charcuterie boards, and wonderful wines. Uh, check it out sometime. 56 East Galena Boulevard. Okay. Now it's 849. I'm going to take my last 10 minutes and um, talk to you about some things. But before we do, and before I get into that, uh, I just want to give a couple more shouts out once again. Josue Pais, good morning to you. Anna Sierra of Anna's Custom Treats. Uh, we got a lot of great things going on, folks, coming up soon. And you will see your crew and your teams here. Raluca Bojor, good morning to you as well. Good morning. Good to see so many of you awesome people up in here. Um, we've got a number of great interviews that we're going to be conducting before the, uh, excuse me, before the year ends. And I'm actually very excited for all that we have uh, coming up with all of you guys here in our community. We've done a lot of community events and we plan to do so many more uh, in the upcoming year. So please, we appreciate you guys for staying tuned and staying in with us, man. Uh, it really means a lot as we grow news here in this community uh, for our collective good. All right. Now, um, right downtown, as you guys may notice, there is still more work being done um, on the terminal building, which is located at uh, Broadway and Galena once again. Take a look at that building and watch how it has progressed. It's really coming up. There's a lot to see going on in that building. Uh, that building is going to have a restaurant at the bottom, and it'll also have luxury apartments on its top levels. Uh, something to consider because as we know, we've all wanted to see some beautiful development here in our downtown Aurora area, and it's actually happening. It's been happening for a while. It's happening to much more fanfare now, and we can really see those changes taking place. All right. Sandra White, hello. Veronica Trujillo. Good morning, late but present. It's all to the good. Josue and Veronica, owners, proprietors of Harry Beast Dog Pawler. P-A-W-L-O-U-R. Don't forget the paw. Woof, woof. Yes. Located on Galena, they are a wonderful place to get your pet groomed and trimmed. If Fluffy needs to get the nails done, take her in there and they will hook you up. Uh, now, we went to there. They had a anniversary party over the summertime, and it was a great time. Um, cars, food, music. It was a wonderful gathering and a very positive event. So, shouts out to all that they do, and we wish them much success in the upcoming, um, upcoming year. Okay. Now, let's take the last eight minutes and talk to each other. Let's take 
It's Monday. We're just getting started. We've got a whole lot coming up. So let's take a brief moment just to speak to each other and get ready. Maria Chirito is here. Good morning to you, Maria. Glad to see you. Glad to see you. All right. So I'm going to say that our organizations here in the uh, Jennifer Ryan Mayton, good morning to you. Karina LaFontaine, what is up? Um, I'm going to say that a lot of our organizations, as we go into this next year, um, I want to say, please keep the organization in mind. Let's, let's please do that. Uh, organizations are made up of people. And the way to have an effective organization that is doing what it can for people is to have empowered and impassioned teammates. Keep the organization in mind, and by doing so, please also keep the team in mind. Keep your team in mind. Do that, please. I want the organizations to, to continue to thrive. And if the organizations thrive, the people inside the organizations will thrive as well. Folks, as you know, the Aurora Food Pantry relies on volunteers. So does the Neighbor Project. So does the Aurora Housing Authority. So do so many other organizations. Copley, or excuse me, uh, Rush Copley. Um, Bardwell Residences. East Aurora School District 131. Um, the Aurora School Board. A-E-E-F, keep the organizations in mind. And if you have the ability to even send five bucks to the organization or volunteer an hour or two painting nails or, or painting nails, holy cow, now I gotta do this myself. When Monica leaves, y'all, it's just all downhill from here. Oh my goodness, let me sip my, can we all sip it together? Cause I just feel crazy. Oh God. Ah, Erica Aguirre is here. Good morning to you, Erica Aguirre. Good to see you, dear friend. All right. But um, if you can hammer nails and do some painting, please do. Because for, for so long here in Aurora, and I'm sure in other cities too, the organization is looked at. Gary Strong is here. Good morning to you, Gary. Um, the organization is looked at like it's just the thing, right? Yeah, I support the blah, blah, blah organization. Yeah, I'm cool with the organization of the this and that. But you do realize there's people in there, right? You do realize that there's moms. That might be one of her other jobs. That could be a second job. You do realize that there's brand new students who are not yet, you know, squared away, trying to get squared away who work there, right? So when you think of an organization, please remember that there are people in the organization and those people, if they continue to be empowered, if they continue to be focused on, if you whittle that piece of wood, you can make, well, anything you want with that person. Leadership is an art. Leadership is not just telling people what to do. Good leaders lead from the front. Good leaders lead by example. And good leaders put other people in positions so that they can win, so that they can lead, so that they can be the person to empower others, so that they can be the person to uplift. Good leaders give people the opportunity to express 
themselves and their desires and their passions. Good leaders are found in many different organizations. Aurora has a lot of good organizations. Aurora has a lot of good leaders. Aurora should continue to be the kind of city which produces leaders all the time. And the way to be that kind of city is to be the kind of people who support our organizations in turn that support new crops, new blood, and new life here in our fantastic city. I don't think that's a I don't think that we have a problem doing that. Not anymore, perhaps, but um somewhat of the outside looking in perspective and in retrospect, I do believe that that uh like many cities, <clears throat> Aurora did have the old well, this is how we've always done it mentality. It's always been like this. Hey, it's like this, and that's the way it is. But that's not a healthy way for an organization to act. Certainly not a healthy way for a leader to act. So as we continue to finish out this year, and as we look forward to next year, I would just like to reiterate to you to please keep our organizations in mind and go there once in a while, stop on in, share the link, whatever you have to do. Because I know, as you guys all know from personal experience, that when someone takes time to show you something new or to ask you how you're feeling or to say, hey, what's your opinion on this? What do you think we should do? It empowers people. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel worthy. It makes them feel like, man, you know what? Yes, I do belong here. I am appreciated. I am loved. I am special. I can achieve. And I don't know about you, but I am happy to be. I am proud to be. And I strive to be one of the people or an organization that can hopefully, if I'm lucky, if we're all lucky, we can all have people think of us and our organizations in the exact same way. The time is 8.59 a.m. You've been listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It's Monday the 22nd. We hope that you all have a fantastic, blessed positive and motivated day. Uh, don't forget that um, to get your vaccines, if you can, our friends of the VNA stand by and stand ready to help anyone. And if you do need any type of help uh, pointing you in the right direction for any type of resource here in the city of Aurora, I encourage you to uh, simply send us a message on Facebook and we will connect you with our community partners and we'll do what we can for you. Take care of yourself and each other.